Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. listening to part four of Brave Hearts Betty Louise in conversation with social worker Kelly Gallagher, Grass Valley Police Chief Alex Gamelgard, and Grass Valley Police Officer Jonathan Brown. Hospitality House originally introduced the Peace Officers and Standards training curriculum, encouraging de-escalation and an awareness of mental health challenges, particularly in the county's homeless population. As part of the program, social workers and officers respond to calls and engage with the community together as partners. In today's segment, Kelly Gallagher walks us through what such a response might look like. What happens when you pull up to somebody and they're there needing something? I mean, how do you even assess what they need? So it really depends, right? Um, Everybody's needs are different. Um, We try to have like the basic things that people could use. Like Jonathan mentioned, having bottled water is really big. It's really hot out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And being able to see somebody, they might not really talk to us, but they'll accept the water. Some people won't even accept the water. Depending on how kind of guarded they are, their mental health symptoms, like we have people who are very paranoid. They don't trust us to give them water. Um, There could be something in it. So, um... We show up and assess kind of how well do we know this person? What do they need? They'll tell us. They're very direct. I need a hotel. Okay. Let me see if I can make a call. But like right now, the rumors are always out there that there's these motel vouchers. But really, there's not um, any kind of voucher in that way. And being able to provide someone with a motel room is very, it's pretty stringent because there's only so many rooms in this area to begin with. And then it's very costly. We get a lot of requests for motel rooms that, unfortunately, we can't connect people with. But um, usually through behavioral health, through there's other avenues that we connect them to to try and get things like that for them, if it's possible. Um, Then, of course, there's the shelter. So we'll make shelter referrals. Like if somebody wants to, if somebody actually wants to go to to Utah's place, you know, we're happy to call and there's outreach beds available. So we might help connect someone to a shelter. We might help someone call their doctor or um, Nurse Casey from the home team, you'll hear. <laughs> she's, a, she's a frequent flyer with us. Um, we do lean on the home team a lot. I don't know if you've ever talked to anybody from mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we do work pretty closely with them. Um, so it's really just, we get out, we talk to people. It sounds so simple, you know, and, and it is simple in one way, right? We show up and we just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important part is the person might be having a good day, you might be having a bad day, but we keep showing up. Yeah, I was struck by this phrase, progressive engagement. Mm-hmm. You know, that seems like one of the keys mm-hmm. to have that first contact with them, very, you know, simple and easy unless they want more, and then slowly but surely develop some kind of relationship with mm-hmm. them where they finally end up waving to you. <laughs> it was, so. yeah, I and mean, to me that's a privilege. Like for, like mm-hmm. that gentleman that... That Jonathan's mentioning, he um, doesn't appear to like women very much, mm-hmm. like we've just seen in his interactions. And um, so, and that's the other good thing about our team is that we have a male and a female. So, mm-hmm. because some people don't want to talk to either gender for whatever reason. So, mm-hmm. we have that going for us in terms of being able to meet people where they're at better. 
it's just really baby steps. It depends on the person, though, right? Everybody's different. Um, but the particularly hard to reach ones, like we have to move really slow, and it is just a wave or a bottle of water, maybe some socks. Would you say that commonly when you're starting to engage with someone, it's because, and you mentioned showing up, but they haven't had anyone showing up in their lives for a long time. There's they, they've lacked that, and so now you're creating that peace, but you can't just walk in and all of a sudden have that trust. Right. You can't expect um, someone to just be like, hey, yeah, I've, you know, I've been traumatized. I was molested by my dad and who knows what trauma people have gone through. And then we just show up and someone may have had a traumatic episode with a police officer, for all we know, or someone had a social worker take their child. So, you know, we have to be really mindful about people's traumas and what could be affecting our opportunities to interact with them. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.